welcome to episode 11 of Highway 555. My name is Raquel. I hope you're all having a magical day, the last day of August, which is insane to me, you guys. I can't believe tomorrow is September. September is one of my favorite months of the year, though. So I'm like, it's a mix of like, oh my God, I can't believe the year's almost over. But then also, yay, because September is when autumn officially starts and personally I think the Pacific Northwest has the best sunsets in September so yeah I'm looking forward to cloudy mornings and the smell of rain and cozy hoodies and beanies oh my gosh yes I woke up this morning actually to the sound of rain and it was the best thing ever I woke up a lot earlier than I was actually supposed to but then I just laid in bed and was reading a book and listening to the sound of rain through my open window it was beautiful anyway so my weekly viewpoint well besides that I guess um would probably be that I had a great weekend actually I went boating on Sunday in like 90 degree weather absolutely perfect summer weather it was actually I feel like it, it was the last like super hot day that we had before it started raining and autumn is kind of like teasing us. Um, but yeah, it was great fun. I got super tan. We were out on the water for like six hours and the island we went out to on the Columbia River was really warm and sandy and the water was like perfect temperature too. So it was great. And oh, I also got some new plant babies and repotted all of those this week. I swear my house is kind of getting overrun by plants, which isn't a bad thing necessarily. I just need more places to put all of them. I feel like I need like shelves and stuff, you know, my dining room table's kind of been taken over and oh, I started um, propagating some new plants too. So hopefully those will root and I can maybe give some away um but yeah oh and then with autumn being right around the corner so is Halloween of course and actually if anyone loves skulls and skull decorations as much as I do now is a time to shop for them I've posted on my Instagram and I think like TikTok or something um like these cool like skull mugs and skull glasses and stuff and people are like oh my god where'd you get those I got them at Ross during Halloween they're like five bucks so if you need (laughs) any skull decorations or anything Ross has them um during the Halloween season for great deals And, oh, I actually posted something that I um, found yesterday at Ross. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw it on my story. But, yeah, shout out to Ross, randomly enough, and Halloween decor. (laughs) But, yeah, let's dive into this episode. I'm really excited about it. Actually, I, I put another poll up on my Instagram last week asking followers what topic I should cover in my next episode. And self awareness was the winning vote. And,. I love this topic. Actually, if any of you have heard the trailer for Highway 555, when I first launched it, the catchphrase that I came up with is healing, awareness, awakening, and everything in between. Because I felt that those topics are ones that I am 
like the most passionate about really and ones that I want to speak on in this podcast just because I mean yeah I enjoy them but I truly do feel that we need to talk about them more right and one of those being self-awareness which is the foundation of personal growth it's an essential part of living and understanding not only yourself but others so the word awareness means the knowledge or perception of something or someone in super simple terms that basically means paying attention or noticing and when you add the word self before that the definition only changes to an internal viewpoint so self-awareness is the ability to pay attention to notice to focus on your self the knowledge and perception of how your actions your thoughts and emotions really all align within you and it's the ability to have a deeper understanding of what makes us who we are and not just the you know strengths and the good sides of us and you know the talents and the gifts but also the weaknesses right and old wounds or intense emotions or behaviors that really bring out our core values and as we grow and expand and have more experiences and learn and all that that self-awareness also grows and it's the standard the internal standard if you will uh, that we like hold ourselves to and if that self-awareness doesn't evolve with us then we will always stay stuck on one version of ourselves so think of it like someone that you know that you see them growing and changing and like making better decisions and healthier life choices and all that they are like aware of their self and the effect that their choices have on them not only as an individual but also on people around them right and we should all strive for that we should all care enough not just about our impact on others but how we impact ourselves by the choices that we make by the decisions the lifestyles the habits and all that tied into one and that literally is the definition of self-awareness so super quick and random little bunny trail last night i was scrolling through tiktok and i saw this new trend that recently started up and it's called the art of noticing and i actually i actually kind of got the title for this episode from that because i was like huh because like i said earlier like noticing is a very simple definition of awareness and when i saw that trend like the art of noticing i was like oh that's awareness okay like awareness is like a deeper more intentional form of noticing not just like on a surface level right it's like also very internal and um and so yeah i saw that and i just had to share because i thought it was so funny that i was gonna you know be recording this episode and then i saw that trend and talk about synchronicities right so i've had people ask me how do they know when or if they are self-aware and i honestly have multiple answers to that but they're all in the form of questions like I always I always try to prompt people to answer their own questions so some of the first ones that come to mind are like 
what are your common habits and practices? How do you analyze situations and how do you allow them to affect you? Do you control your emotions or do you let them control you? And like, how is your mental health? Like what, how do you talk to yourself? How do you treat your body, mind, and spirit? And by asking these questions, it usually sparks a moment of self-awareness for people because it's like, oh, like, let me ask myself that, you know what I mean? And go inward instead of seeking for answers outside of yourself. Like, don't come to me and ask me how you know you're self-aware because I'm just going to turn around and be like, let's see if you can figure this out, you know? I was reading an article recently about self-awareness and the behavioral patterns that kind of come with it, you know? And a few of them were really interesting to me. I wrote them down. So, like, one of them is listening more than you talk because a lot of people like the, you know, like the sound of their own voice and they can carry on a conversation for hours and you're just like, oh my God, like I was bored like two minutes ago. Like, are they not aware (laughs) of that? Like people are not usually aware of how they're affecting other people, especially in their immediate vicinity. So like listening more than you talk is a sign of self-awareness because you're like, okay, I'm actually going to step back and listen instead of trying to fill a void, right? Another thing that the article was saying was um, being curious about understanding your own mind and way of thinking. And that is like a huge one because I don't know, you just, I mean, if you're, if you're always thinking the same thing, right. Or like have the same beliefs and like never expand your knowledge and sense of, I don't know, just like wanting to understand more and wanting to learn more, like you're just stuck, right? And that's not growth. Another thing was looking to grow in emotional maturity. Emotional maturity is something that a lot of people, again, I'm going to be using the word aware a lot in this episode, but emotional maturity is something that a lot of people aren't aware of. Like if you were to go up to someone and just be like, do you think you're emotionally mature? I feel like in this society, like nine out of 10 people are going to be like, what is that? Like, what does that even mean? So again, self-awareness, asking for feedback and constructive criticism is huge because I mean, again, going back to learning and growing and expanding, like you can't do that without having opposing views, right? You can't grow unless you open your mind to the possibility that you could be wrong. You can't hone your communication skills without being willing to let somebody let you know like, hey, you know, you have, you you don't really express your feelings very well or like, hey, that was like really harsh or hey, like you should kind of stand up for yourself a little bit more and like express, you know, your needs or whatever. Like if you don't receive that feedback, then you can't know in which ways you can grow and and be a better version of yourself and be, make healthier life choices and all that. Reflecting on your own values and asking yourself hard questions like why you believe what you believe, like that is another huge thing. Like if you've listened to past episodes of mine, I touch on that multiple times, referring back to when I started questioning my belief system. That was a huge moment of awareness for me because I was like, wait, is this me? Or is this just what I've been taught and fed my whole life, you know? 
learning to tap in to your own energy and not only try to understand how you operate, but also acknowledge the ebb and flow of your emotions, your thoughts and feelings. And of course, we can't talk about awareness without talking about triggers. In my own personal journey, being able to identify triggers and the root cause of them was like a huge step for me. I would constantly find myself getting really anxious or angry or uncomfortable with, I mean, certain words even would be a trigger for me and people or places, sometimes even food. Like that might sound really weird, but I seriously had like traumatic things attached to a bunch of crazy different things. (laughs) Um, But until I realized that I had to dig down deep and identify the why behind all of that. I was stuck in this endless loop of negativity. And it honestly got to a point where I was like straight up depressed. Like I was so fucking like stuck in this cycle of negativity. And and I, I mean, it, it turned into like anger at myself because I was like, why can't I control this? Why can't I shut my brain off? Why can't I you know, fucking go here and not have like a panic attack. Like it was really bad, you guys. But when you, when you identify a trigger, you're also essentially opening an old wound and you have to look back in your memory bank and replay those scenarios that caused you to have those feelings that are surfacing in the present reality. And it's hard. It's fucking hard and it's scary. And I mean, It made me wonder if I was even really past all of that, you know, or healed from it. But honestly, that's part of healing too. You need to stay aware of your current state of mind and check in every once in a while, you know, check in with your heart and kind of test the waters. For example, okay, like if you have bad memories attached to a certain place, let's just say a park, for example, we'll just use a park. Um, And, you know, every time you go to this park, you just, you know, have an anxiety attack, you start overthinking, you think of, you know, someone or something that that is a bad memory, you know, attached to this park, like, you need to give yourself time to not go back to that place until you've healed that wound and outgrown that trigger. It takes time, but with intentional self-awareness, eventually you'll be able to go back to that park and not allow those bad memories to control your time there. Your awareness of how you react to things is huge. And if you're having reactions, negative reactions to certain places, people, things, food, whatever, like being aware of that and being able to be like, okay, I have a bad feeling about this. I, you know, am having this bad memory about this. Like being able to acknowledge that and tap into that and, and, and just step, like step back from it for, for a second and be like, okay, this is, this is not good. That's self-awareness kicking in. Some people call it gut instinct. I, I like to refer to it as intuition as well. But I mean, that that's powerful. And, and honestly, I feel like self-awareness and intuition 
are pretty much the same thing. I mean, they go hand in hand because it's all about listening to yourself, tapping into your truth and your wisdom. Another topic I wanted to touch on is being a compulsive thinker. I don't know about you, but my brain is constantly thinking about something. Like, I feel this is more of a woman's game, though. I know a lot of guys who can just zone out. Like, it's fucking annoying because I'm like, why can't I do that? <laughs> like, I mean, I've, I've learned to over time, but I feel like guys, it's just like naturally embedded in their brain. Like, you men have this secret room in your head where there's just nothing. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I've asked guys straight up. I'm like, what are you thinking about? And they're like, nothing. And I'm like, how? Like, how is that possible? Like, I'm thinking about like 12 different things right now. I love how unique we're all wired, you know? But anyway, my brain is always on the go and it's always firing like new thoughts, new ideas, memories, reminders, like all these things. And I used to struggle a lot with that because I kind of going back to what I was saying about being in that loop, right? Like I was letting my negative thoughts and my triggers and old wounds take over that part of my brain. And so whenever I was thinking, which is literally always, it was never anything good. And so that obviously led to anxiety, depression, anger, and a huge one, self-sabotage. That is a very, very common occurrence for people who are compulsive thinkers or compulsive overthinkers, if you will. But yeah, that's that's something that needs to be addressed. I feel like that could be a whole other episode. Um, but compulsive thinking is something that I believe when you acknowledge that, hey, like I am spiraling right now. Like my thoughts are just bam, 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 one after the other, negative, you know, dark, you know, whatever when you acknowledge that, that's the first step in retraining and rewiring your brain. Because your brain is just a part of you. It's not who you are on a soul level. Remember, we've talked about this. And so regaining control of your brain, of the trail of thoughts, of what you choose to dwell on, that is huge and that is power and that is something that you all have you all have the power to choose your thoughts to choose what you dwell on what you fill your head with what you let control your day and going back to like how I feel guys have that like secret room in their brain that they can just like tune into or whatever I mean I feel that women can get to that point too but it takes a little bit longer for us (laughs) Um, and I think I, I, I feel personally, um, meditation has really, really helped me be able to focus in on just quieting my brain and reminding my soul to rest and to be still. It comes with self-awareness and practice. There are a lot of other techniques and tools that I've used to help me kind of gain control of my thoughts and now like being able to have those to kind of like fall back onto because it's it's a constant it's a constant growth right like some days I'll have compulsive thoughts and go spiraling and self-sabotage like I'm obviously not perfect I can't just like turn that part of me off but it's something that I'm aware of and it's a struggle that I'm able to identify especially in the moment because that 
in and of itself is hard (laughs) to do (laughs) because you'll be, you know, in this moment of spiraling and it can either be like verbally, like you're vocally expressing, you know, your thoughts or feelings or emotions or whatever, or it could be like an internal and being able to just kind of stop and check in and be like, hold up. Like, is this valid? You know, are these thoughts that I'm having based on any physical proof? Like, do you know, am I just rambling in my head because I'm not focusing on one thing? Like it, it could be a, you know, it could be a bunch of different reasons, but being able to tap into that and be like, okay, hold up, <sighs> take a deep breath, focus on one thing. A lot of times it's just your breath. You can just focus breathing in and out. And over time, rewiring your brain and training it to just kind of like flag you, you know, whenever you're going down, (laughs) whenever you're going downhill (laughs) with these thoughts and whatnot, like it just takes time. I feel like that could be a whole other episode too, honestly, because that's something that I've really struggled with in the past. And I've, you know, I have come a long way and I, I'm proud to say that and proud to recognize that in myself, but it really did all begin with self-awareness. The last thing I wanted to talk about is that self-awareness is also acknowledging that you're always changing. And, you know, I did touch on this a little, but you know, you're always growing, you're always healing, you're always learning just because you know, you have a certain trigger or habit or negative mindset about something. It doesn't mean that once you acknowledge it, it'll change overnight, right? Self-awareness is about being gentle with yourself and intentionally working on raising your frequency and not attaching yourself to your human traits. You are so much more than a body, a brain, feelings, memories, triggers. Only you can choose what you are connected to and how you operate or rather what you operate from. You know, are you living in a state of fear? Like, are you constantly thinking about what you lack in life? Do you tend to be pessimistic or depressed? You know, self-awareness is the part of you that answers yes or no to those questions. And once you have that answer, then you can start to work on becoming a healthier and more whole version of you. Remember in my episode about reincarnation where I talked about the lessons that we choose to learn in each lifetime, right? So think of self-awareness as one of those lessons. This may be your first lifetime truly understanding it, or maybe you've learned it before and in this lifetime it came very naturally to you, you know? Whatever the case may be, it's it's always going to be something that we experience in every lifetime. And the beautiful thing about it is that it's never something we can outgrow because we are always ebbing and flowing through life stages, through awakening journeys, and our self-awareness needs to expand and move with us. Everything that you learn in your day-to-day life gets stored in your human brain, but ultimately it will either serve or destroy your soul. And being aware of the effect everything has on you, people, places, things, words, feelings, emotions, that all plays a part in who you choose to be. Well, I think that wraps up this episode. 
I am sorry in advance if I spoke really fast (laughs) during parts of this. I get like that when I'm really excited about whatever I'm talking about. Um, But yeah, I try to remind myself to slow down. Um, But you know how it goes when you're passionate about something. You just kind (sighs) of want to get all the words out. But anyway, I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week and rest of your last day of August. (laughs) I'm hopefully going to be airing this episode in the next couple hours. So depending on what time zone you're in, I guess it may be September where you're at when you're finally listening to this. But anyway, I will talk to you guys next time. (laughs)